This is the Reality of Herbal Therapy podcast, episode 58, Being a Master Over Mastitis. Welcome to another episode of the Reality of Herbal Therapy podcast. Today I'm sitting down with Lynn, and lately we've had a lot of people asking us some questions about nursing and breast health and some things like that, and... Lynn has got some experience with the eight kids that we that we nursed and everything. Um, so let's talk about some things that are essential for nursing. Okay, so for me, I um, learned a lot through each child that I nursed. But um, after my first six kids, I learned some really, really helpful things. So for my last two kids, I did not have any of the typical problems that I had with all of the others and that a lot of nursing mothers have. If you've ever had chapped nipples, cracked and bleeding and had to nurse a baby, you know what I'm talking about. Um, That is no fun at all and I found something that made it so I did not ever suffer that again. I have sisters that are spoiled rotten because they never had to deal with that because we figured it out before they started having kids. So for um, chapped lips and chapped lips, chapped nipples, which is a lot like chapped lips, but um, you can't just stop using them. Um, it's kind of the one of the solutions that we found also happens to help with mastitis or the keeping from getting mastitis or lumps in the breast that are just really painful when you're nursing and can lead to infections and all sorts of stuff. So we found um, through a lot of research and just tears and just needed it wool nursing pads that um, really, really helped. I was shocked when I when I got online and started reading about them, me and Veronica James, my mom, um, because she's nursed a lot of kids too. She has 11. She nursed all of them. Um, we started reading about wool nursing pads and it was absolutely amazing because they're actually not just for nursing. They use them, if you have kidney issues, you can put the wool pads on your kidneys and it actually helps to keep them warm and it just has all sorts of internal benefits. Something with the wool, it has to be the natural wool with the actual lanolin in it, like from the sheep. Um, so you can't just buy the synthetic ones. If you look at wool nursing pads and they have... Um, if they've made them kind of stretchy and stuff, that is not what I'm talking about. We'll make sure that Jim puts some links in on the kind that really, really helped me. But some of them come the size of a soccer ball around. I mean, they look huge. If you are big busted, it's going to be the size of a dinner plate. And there's a lot of value in that. So I found um, that I wore them before I even had a baby because it helps your breasts to so while I was pregnant for the last month of pregnancy I would wear them because it actually helps to keep your breasts warm especially if it's winter time and you would think that wool would be hot but it's not so even during the summer I was able to wear those they were not itchy that was a major concern I had I was like oh my goodness I can't stand wool on my skin at all how am I going to put that on my breasts and handle it but I was very very impressed so you put them on before you even have the baby if you've already got your baby don't worry about that part you're still doing good but then I would wear them afterwards and if a side of my breast started getting a little achy if you've ever been there you know what I'm talking about 
if a certain side got achy, I would make sure I leaned that breast pad to that side so that it was completely covered. And I was amazed at how quickly, however it does its magic, you can look it up online, do some research for yourself so you can gain a testimony of it because the testimonials about it are absolutely amazing. They have been used for thousands and thousands, not thousands and thousands, we haven't been around that long, for thousands of years in... in um, major old cultures that wool has been a huge thing that they use for that it was just absolute magic but it helps to keep you from getting mastitis and once I started those I never got um the chapped the chapped nipples or anything it really helped with the health of my breasts if somebody got to pick one thing that thing was so amazing for me if you've ever used the um feminine pad style um like, you know, you'd use for your period, but they make round ones for a nursing pad. If you've ever used those and had them get stuck to chapped nipples and had to peel them off, um, I feel your pain. St go to wool. It is so much better. So much better. We'll make sure there, make sure there's some, some links below. But not every problem with um, nursing is something that you just need wool nursing pads for. There's there's some other things. So if you already are having some problems, if you ever feel heat on your breast, like if a part of your breast feels like it has a fever, or if it's very, very stiff in some spots, but not all the way around. You know, milk drops and your breast can feel like a rock. That's not what I'm talking about. It's, it's sometimes it'll feel like a duct because there's ducts all over in your breast. It'll feel like a duct is clogged like a hose is full of something right there that is something you need to be concerned about don't just ignore it and think oh that's gonna go away take care of it because if it gets feverish it can get feverish and that's the first sign that you your entire body could get feverish you could get very very sick from it um, so if you notice you have a fever in a spot immediately um, do some things to try and take care of it you need to massage it basically you're probably full of cottage cheese it means your baby's been nursing, but for some reason not emptying that duct. So that you can know that they're getting fed, and they're, but milk is only coming out of um, some of your ducts, not all of them. So that can be a clogged duct. A really good breast pump helps with that. So you massage it, put some heat on it. If you have an infrared heating pad, a far infrared heating pad, oh my goodness, that would probably be amazing on there. Um, heat it up, massage it. And then milk it out. Whether you have to squeeze yourself like you're milking a cow or you use a breast pump or um, you have to stick your kid on it, you need to get that worked out. If you can't get it worked out, you need to talk to a midwife or your physician or whoever it is you talk to because it. I remember my mom going to town one time. She left home feeling just fine. She left a baby at home with me. This is when I was a teenager. I can't remember which kid it was. She left a kid at home with me, and she was only gone for a few hours. She, she felt great when she left. By the time she got home, she was physically ill. She looked clammy. She had a fever and all sorts of stuff, and it was all a, an, a breast infection that came on really fast. And Dr. James was very, very concerned. They had, to, they had to do some stuff fast with it because when it gets to that point, you are truly in, not in a good place. You need to get it taken care of. So don't, if you get to that point, don't try, don't try just doing something yourself. Make a phone call. Go see a doctor. Do, do something with that when you get to that point. Does, um, so we like talked about some of the Dr. James's products. How does glandoil and analgesic, does that help like when it's impacted like that? Or is that 
an after thing. So, gland oil and analgesic are beyond amazing. They love to clear out glands, and I guess milk ducts could be like glands. And I, um, I absolutely love them for that. But I would, I would um, encourage caution. We have a story of someone that um, Dr. James. They they were really bad. They had a really bad breast infection, and they called to talk to Dr. James. And Dr. James had to tell them over the phone because they were across the country what they needed to do. And um, he told them that they needed to use some gland oil and rub it on where they were having an issue. Well, we didn't realize that he didn't realize that he needed. She needed a little more detail than that. So she put straight gland oil on it. She did not dilute it. Gland oil is a concentrate. It needs to be diluted. If you have sensitive skin, you need like one drop in, I, I, I wouldn't even know the ratios of oil. You're, you'd have to try it, but I would say a couple tablespoons or like a third of a cup of oil at least oh, yeah. dilute on, it. On the website, there's um, a page that talks about what the dilutions are, and I'll, I'll put the link in. So they know what, how much to dilute it. Okay, yeah, because you would need to dilute it because she did not dilute it. Now, also gland oil. Um, if you put hot, wa- if you put hot water on gland oil, it it makes the burn worse. So if you've ever used our gland oil, Dr. James's gland oil, it is absolutely amazing. It does an amazing, amazing job. But if you um, put too much on and you try to wash it off with hot water, it does not help. It's <laughs> don't do that. And the person that Dr. James had talked to thought, okay, I'm going to get in the hot shower and wash this off. Her story is, it, it's amazing and we all learned from it, but just don't do that. Don't do that. So if you're going to use anal, uh, gland oil, make sure you dilute it, and which can really, really help. And then massage it in and everything. Your child will not like that on their lips. So do it right after a feeding, not right before a feeding. Um, and then uh, analgesic is is the same. I don't know that I've ever, I don't think I've ever had that to a burn point that just I did not like. It's a lot more mild than the gland oil, but it really helps to break up that impaction if you're really having a problem. But again, you would have to put it on there and then you have to massage it. There is, there's a lot of value in massage. My, my absolute best friend when I had mastitis once was um, getting in a jacuzzi with really strong jets and you just stick your jet, your chest down on a jet and beat the snot out of it. It just, it really, really helped to loosen all of that up and move it out. So I was able to get over that very quickly. But not everyone has access to a jacuzzi. So you get the heat, you do the massage as much as you can handle because it's pretty sensitive. You have to, but the rougher, the faster you'll get better. Um. In talking about this, we also talked about um, your bra. How does a bra have an effect on it? Okay, well, a lot of people, we women have lived with bras for so long, at least in the American culture they have, that um, we wear bras all the time. And the further time has gone along, the less breathable fabric there has been on bras. Um, when you are nursing, especially, I mean, your entire life, any, any girl that's like, you know, when you're going through puberty, when you first start going through puberty, you have breast tenderness and all sorts of stuff. Um, it's just like any other part of your body. Your skin loves to breathe. Your body needs to breathe. And, um, if you are having problem after problem after problem, you need to consider getting a bra that can breathe really well or toss your bra out the window. If you're having problems and you're walking around the house and nobody else cares, 
ditch the bra, keep your wool nursing pads on because that heat and that warmth really helps. I've done that before to where I just keep the the nursing pad on because if you get hooked on them, if you like them, it, it's going to be amazing and absolutely change your life. But a bra makes a huge difference. Even while you're pregnant, your body goes through so many changes um, with your breasts and with all sorts of things going on and just your circulation and everything else. Do not sleep in a bra that can't breathe. I mean, sleeping in a bra at all is not that great for your body. Your 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 breasts really need to breathe. Don't put them in a plastic bag. Nothing can breathe in a plastic bag. Awesome. Um, infection. So we're talking about basically having an infection. So how does the formula affection help? And do you want to talk about the warnings or shall I talk about them? Okay, so affection. If your breast has a fever at all, even if it's just in a little bit, tiny spot, um, you're starting to get an infection. Um, so you need to... Uh, we I always took affection. But there are some warnings with affection. Dr. James um, would remind me constantly when I was doing that. There's It's, it's not necessarily a warning with affection, but sage tea... Throughout time has been known to help when women wanted to dry up their milk. So if you're, if you've been nursing for five years and you're ready to be done and you want to get rid of your milk fast, take, drink sage tea and a lot of it, especially cold sage tea. Infection has sage in it. So if you are having problems constantly with having enough milk for your baby, you need to, if you must take infection because you're getting sick or you need to not have the flu or whatever, because nobody wants that while you're taking care of a child, um, just make sure you do some precautionary things to make sure you keep your milk up. So if someone has to take infection, you could also take, um, is it red clover tea? Red clover tea really helps to bring milk in. So if you don't have enough milk, Drink red clover tea. If you're having to take a lot of affection or drink sage tea because you have a really sore throat or if you just can't stand to cook your food without sage, um, red clover tea helps with milk supply so that you can, so that you can keep that up. But affection, if you feel like you have something coming on, absolutely take affection. I would take the risk of affection and drying me up and the consequences of that over a breast infection that takes me to the hospital any day. Um, one other thing we talked about was coconut oil. Mm. And you said coconut oil internally, which for breast health. Yes. Okay. So for me, when I started using coconut oil, for my first six kids, I had never heard of coconut oil in my life. Um, but between the first six, we have an eight-year gap. And I did a lot of learning and growing with my health and my diet and all sorts of stuff with that. And Dr. James really led and guided us in in what we needed to do with that. And when we started using coconut oil, when I specifically started eating virgin coconut oil, so that's the stuff that smells like coconut. Some people think that smells like wet dog. I'm one of those. So um, when I started eating that stuff, I ate it no matter how nasty I thought it was. It was absolutely amazing what it did for me. I started eating it because of what it did for my blood sugar. So I would, I was hypoglycemic. I would get a lot of low blood sugar. It fixed that problem so much that I haven't been hypoglycemic since. But a side benefit of that was, is I noticed a huge difference in my skin. So I, so I used a little bit on my skin every once in a while, but I wasn't very good about it. Like, you know, putting lotion on or whatever. 
but I ate a lot of the stuff. And just by eating it, it helped my breasts not be so dry and itchy. And it helped um, with the um, cracked nipples and all that stuff. And coconut oil, especially if you get the virgin um, stuff, is even very, very good for babies. You can just feed it to them on a spoon. So if it's on your breast because you just rubbed yourself down with it or you're feeling a little chapped, it will not hurt your baby at all. And that's another, I know that some people may be hearing this podcast or telling a friend that they need it and they've already got chapped chapped nipples. If you've got chapped nipples already, Dr. James's Comfrey Gold Salve is also very, very amazing and very soothing on that. It Oh my goodness, Comfrey Gold Salve. And then some people prefer lanolin. For me, I just mixed, I, I, I mixed some lanolin in with my Comfrey Gold Salve because lanolin is very sticky to me. It just, it was, I don't know. There was something about lanolin and the sheep smell that just was nasty to me. But I would mix it in with some Comfrey Gold Salve um, for people that I had talked to that needed help and needed whatever. And they got that helped to just push it over the top. If the salve wasn't doing it by itself, mix some of the lanolin in with the with the Comfrey Gold Salve and then put that on you and put some on before and you don't just rub it on and, and leave it. No, you rub it on and you massage it. You need to love those nipples and give them all the attention in the world while you're working past chap nipples. So put it on before. So get it all loosened up before you got to nurse that baby. And then um, when you're done nursing the baby, wipe off or wash off um, whatever milk is on there because milk is sticky and drying and stuff. And then love them again. Put those, put your salve back on it again and just let it soak in. And if you do that very, very faithfully for a couple of days, it can really help to heal that. So, awesome. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing all that with us. Um, I know that a lot of people look to you and Veronica for a lot of help. So, um, if you guys have any questions, let us know. Um, we'd love to answer your questions and be of any help. And we will talk to you guys next time. It is not the intent of professional herbal instruction or any persons associated therewith to diagnose or prescribe. The intent is only to offer herbal information for your consideration. In the event you use this information without your doctor's approval, you are prescribing for yourself, which is your God-given right. But professional herbal instruction or any persons associated herewith assume no responsibility. The claims and statements made on this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.